What is up, everybody? Welcome to today's news tonight. I'm not even going to bother with the episode number because I already forgot what it is. It's been a long, long <laughs> time since I've been in the hosting chair. Seven long days, but I'm so glad to be back. So, so Stacey's glad honest, to be back. folks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Exactly. I, I want, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on I think, I think it's 58. Is it I think it is. I, I put 58 okay. in my recording, but I is know whenever I, okay. whenever I confidently no, say that number, I'm wrong. So. Yeah, I think it is 57. Oh, man. Uh, either, either way, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Everybody whatever. forgot. Nobody remembers. We live in an alternate <laughs> yeah. universe. As you can see, I'm joined, as always, by my co-founders in Good Vibes Gaming, Ash Paulson in the upper left, Derek Bittner in the upper right. No cars this time. Everyone's here. And our special guest, Chugga Conroy. How you doing today, man? Hey, doing good. How about you? I'm ready to talk about some... Uh... Smashing some waifus. Oh, let's go. <laughs> so I mean, so is Sakurai. Setting the, yeah, right. Setting the uh, the conversation early, I see. Yep. And, <laughs> the, the tone and you of know the what? Chugga is exactly on point, because what else would we talk about today, right? I mean, it is it is kind of the perfect topic, and I have a lot, mm. I, and I do mean a lot to say about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm really uh, interested, though. Real quick, before we before we jump fully into it, Chugga, how hyped were you when you found out that that Pyra and Mithra were coming to Smash? So, um, I had just tweeted, I think less than a week before this, before we even knew that there was a reveal coming, that I didn't think Rex had a realistic chance anymore. That <laughs> um, they had already said that he couldn't be included in DLC Pack One because his game came out too late. Um, but I kind of thought more about him, and I'm like, well, how would he actually play? He'd have different blades, he'd switch between them, and he would likely have a tether recovery with Anchor Shot. That sounds a lot like Byleth, where Byleth yeah. uses the sword of the creator to get back on the stage, he switches between different weapon types. It's pretty similar. True. Right. And I, I was kind of not really having a lot of hope for him having a real shot, and I was thinking that... If they did a character, if they did a character to represent the Xeno series, it'd probably be somebody more unique than Rex. But I didn't really think somebody like Jin or Laura had a real chance, just because they aren't iconic enough. So this ended up actually right. falling into place pretty well. I just didn't go all the way and say Pyra or Mithra would be it. <laughs> yeah, that they'll just be yeah. them by themselves. Because I, I know a lot of people, fans of Torna, live by Laura. You know, she yes. is amazing. Yeah. And um. I, you know, I could see it. Laura would definitely be unique as a fighter. But again, how often would it be that a DLC fighter would become a DLC fighter would literally be originate as DLC? Because Laura didn't have, you know, she's prescient in the original game, but not in the way she is in Torna that made everybody really fall in love with her. You see her in like two flashbacks, and it's because they had plans to make her a larger part, though, but they felt like it wasn't working. So that's why she got span off into her own game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I, I get it. And, but for whatever reason, it never clicked with me that Laura, uh, not Laura, that Myth, Pyra and Mithra would just do it on their own. It makes sense after like, yeah, when you so finally happens, better. but I, I, so I, mean, I love better. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I could not be happier. Uh, you know, I think Xenoblade 2 makes only makes too much sense. And I was always kind of hoping for the Xenoblade fans that would happen because, mm-hmm. you know, Xenoblade 2 got, got kind of dealt the short end of the stick along with arms. Uh, and of course, then we got Min Min. So I'm like, well, if we can get Min Min, I feel like Xenoblade yeah. Two deserves a rep as well. Right. But I never really wanted it to be Rex because I I like Rex just fine in the game. I'm kind of like Roger, our good friend Roger. Like I like Rex more than most, but I just didn't really want him to be the rep in Smash. And I... you know, when I was playing Xenoblade Two, a lot of what I was thinking during playing it was like, it's cool playing as Rex as the driver with with Pyra and Mithra as its blades, but 
I'd rather play as the Blades. Like, Pyra and Mithra are <laughs> badass. And that's what we got. We got Pyra and Mithra, and we finally get to actually play as them. Um, you know, it's you know, it's it's, yeah. it's really funny because everybody always tells you that you would like Tornus so much better than the regular game's battle system. And in the Tornus battle system, it's about playing as the Blades. Playing that's as the Blades. I was it. about to say that. I haven't played Tornus. So for me, it's like, at long last, I finally get to play as the Blades. But I know that if I had played Torna, I would have already done that. Yeah. You know, I, I think that we did ultimately get the more interesting character because I'm with you that I like Rex enough in his game. I just think that we got something more interesting for an actual fighter. Yeah. 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 Sorry, uh, Steve. As, no, what I was going to say is I was going to say that I wouldn't have minded Rex so much, but I think where I would have felt kind of shortchanged is we would have we if we got Rex at all, it definitely would have been Rex with Pyra and Mithra as his blades. But I would have wanted Ma- Master Driver Rex and the ability to switch between multiple different blades because he, oh, can, yeah. he can equip any blade at that point, which I was like that would be the version of Rex I would want, and it would totally not work in Smash. That's um, the whole thing that's so special about him, is that he can use so many different characters. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but what I really, I mean, I'm I'm shocked. I would say, after having spent an entire day playing with Pyra and Mithra, they're my favorite character in the entire game now. Oh, like, they're wow. so fun to use. <laughs> they I, are so fun, though. Yeah, they, oh, yeah they're they really they're really interesting to use. I, I think that they avoid the Zelda Sheik problem where because Zelda and Sheik were so different, you mm-hmm. would never really switch between them for different situations. One of them just outshined the other in each game until eventually mm-hmm. they just split them apart into two characters and you, they didn't even switch anymore. But I think that by making most of their moves the same, just with different properties, you end up in you end up with cases where you would actually switch to different ones for different purposes. Right. Oh, absolutely. And I like that specifically it's their it's their A moves that are, that are the same. Their specials are completely different, and I love that about them. It's like they're same, but also different. And yeah. so the, the, the fact that the specials are completely different does, I think, go a long way toward it making sense that they're classified as 79 and 80, as opposed to being the same character, because their specials are completely different from one another. And I, I love the, the approach they've taken, because they're just similar enough to where it makes sense to have them combined but you don't feel like you're just doubling up on the same character either. You have little things that change them as well. You have their stats, you have foresight. Uh, yeah. You have the fact that um, you might want to use them at different times in a game because Mithra is going to do damage a lot more easily. Mithra's grab, I think, is a very defining part of her because it's so non-committal. You can just dash in and do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's um, so fast. She's so fast. Real, real quick, Ash. I hate to interrupt no, you, but no, there please. is one thing that we should do before we dive more into this, and uh, yes. that is we do have a we do have a sponsor on Friday. Yes. We do have. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh yeah, I got right. so hyped for Pyra and Mithra. That... I know. Well, it, it works. We hadn't. I mean, I'm, I'm excited too, yet, but like, so. I gotta, like, I got to keep it in mind, like, especially because yeah. it kind of fits in as well. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Let me let me get that. <laughs> that's the one thing I wasn't ready for. Uh, let me get our sponsor's copy up here. Did we get the new copy in there, Ash, by the way? Yes, it's, it's in did. there. Perfect. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, as as you all know, uh, as Derek has uh, been so kind to remind me, uh, today's episode is sponsored by Straight Lace and the Soul Device. And uh, Straight Lace says, if you've been enjoying all the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 hype recently, then you'll probably enjoy Straight Lace's Xenoblade Chronicles 2 How to Play series. Hmm. The series isn't actually guides on how to properly use the blades in the game, but is instead a comedic series that attempts to contrive the reasoning as to why specific <laughs> blades can do what they do or have certain specialties while giving advice that fans of the series can laugh at. The next episode in the series will be about everyone's favorite mercenary. That's right. 
Little Child, and Literal Bear. Also on Straight Lace's <laughs> channel are intermittent <laughs> updates for his game development project, The Soul Device 2, which he has recently cracked the code, pun intended, for potentially <laughs> making a seamless open world. Ooh, uh, Straight Lace is Ooh, a huge okay. supporter of the channel. We're so appreciative. Please check out mm. his uh, Xenoblade series, and please check out The Soul Device uh, 1 and 2 at this point. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, thanks to Straight Lace for uh, supporting us here. I'm going to go ahead and throw our first uh, slide up on the screen real quick. We're going to keep talking. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's more to uncover yes. here. Um, as you all know, the Smash 11.0 update came out. Uh, courtesy of Nintendo Wire, uh, they indicate that the version 11 update also comes with Sophia and Arthur spirits if you have uh, Persona 5 Strikers or Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection save data. And, of course, the big big news is that we've got Pyra and Mithra, which uh, I, <laughs> yes. I'm still not ready to be done with. But... Uh, I did get the spirit. I was surprised about the Arthur spirit because it just kind of popped up the minute we started playing the update. And I was like, oh, cool. I have that. Neat. <laughs> but, I mean, um, that's what happened with me. I started up the game and was like, all oh, right, I have I have strikers because of the Japanese copy. And all of a sudden, Sophia's there. Right. It's like, well, that's cool. Like, yeah, wait a second. They didn't Sophia actually thing. announce any yeah. of this. It just sort of like, hey, surprise, here's up. some spirits. If yeah. you have save data. There was a lot of Capcom news just in general uh, from, yeah. from the presentation as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, there was. I mean, Monster Hunter, Me, Me Fighter costumes, Arthur, Me Fighter costume. Uh, I know some people, we mentioned this in our stream yesterday, uh, have been talking about how they think that disconfirms every other possible Capcom character like Dante or Phoenix Wright. I disagree with that take. I don't, I don't know why that necessarily shuts the door on other potential Capcom characters. Uh, but I am, my heart does go out to the Monster Hunter fans out there who were, of course, hoping for a Monster Hunter fighter. Uh, that's clearly not going to happen in Ultimate, at least. But, uh, yeah, I, I do think that there is at least reason to think another Capcom fighter is still possible. But I mean, we'll they, got the, the, they got the most famous Monster Hunter fighter in there. Rathalos is in. That does bring me to exactly. something, uh, something a little spicy that I think I want to say. Okay. Can we please stop acting like there's all these fake rules for yes! what can't be a character? Yes, please. Seriously. Yes. There are so many characters who have spirits at this point. Mithra mm. was originally a spirit. There's... I mean, not even just new characters. There's how many spirits of Mario and Luigi? It just right. And, not... it, and look what they did with the, 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 the Xenoblade Two stuff. They didn't make new spirits for them. It's just like, hey, here's you can just get them this way again. I mean, here's a, uh, a now a challenge for Poppy that she didn't have before. Heck, we'll let do the first time we ever did this and allow a spirit that couldn't evolve before evolve now. That's cool. That's right. a, it was a really right. neat idea, and it just it's. Everyone's always putting all these rules over what is and is not allowed to be a character. And I got to be real. If I was in a creative position for this game, you know what I would do? I would pay attention to all these fake rules people are making. And I would uh -huh. use them to troll people by making Gino a me costume, even though he's going to be a character. Just so they <laughs> never see it coming. <laughs> I would, like, if I, was in, if I was in charge of this game, I would use these fake rules to troll people after noticing them doing them. Because nobody yeah. is enforcing these fake rules except for the audience. Yeah, yeah much. I mean, there is one rule that, that is that is not fake, and there's only one rule that people should pay attention to, and Sakurai has said it many times, video game original characters only. That's it. That is the only rule anybody should be should be taking seriously about who gets into Smash. There are if no other rules. If there's anything at all that I could say beyond that, if I could add anything to that, it's just has appeared on a Nintendo console at least once. Yeah, I mean, that's oh, probably oh, it. That's... no, hold on. Well? Did Cloud appear on a Nintendo console before Smash? He did. Final ah, Fantasy VII has been re-released on the Switch, and there's also Kingdom Hearts. And also Theater Rhythm. Yes. So Game yeah. Boy Advance technicality, if you want to go before, 
Smash. Uh, yeah, before theaterism, it's a chain of memories. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. It's really yeah. technical, but it it does it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the only little thing that I could maybe add to that, just video game original characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, Persona 5 yeah. hadn't yet. That's right. Yeah, Persona 5 oh, hadn't yet. That's true. But so never Persona mind, that Q2. invalidates that. It really is just oh, a simple Oh, he was in Q2, was he? No, was Joker's in Q2. In Q2. Oh, okay, so then, yeah. okay, so then he's so in Persona. He okay. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. man, that we might have made yeah. a new rule while talking about how silly the existing <laughs> yeah. ones are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but in general, the one that he's always said is video game original characters only. So no Goku, no anime characters, unfortunately, no Damn Hatsune it. Miku, uh, you know, all that. No, no Shrek. But <laughs> no. oh, there's always God. mods. That would yeah. be the best thing ever. Like if Shrek was in smash that was like sakurai's way of saying he's done with the series he's like yeah i yeah. threw in shrek this is my resignation we, as yeah. long as all star is the stage music i am content uh-huh. yeah when are oh we getting my... tony the tiger man that's that's oh, who God. i've been waiting for <laughs> tony <the> tiger. <laughs> um i mean did but... that, that, you put a spirit in there and just use it to for incineroar <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's very, very true. Uh, really quick, I just want to let everyone in the chat know that I pinned a link to Straight Laces game, The Soul Device, on Steam uh, to the chat. So please, if you haven't already, go check out their game on Steam. Perhaps purchase it if you like what you're seeing, but please just go check it out for sure. Yeah, please. Yes. So there, there is one other thing uh, related to Pyro and Mytho that I wanted to ask uh, Emil about because I know this had to excite you. Um, for the spirit board, having official art of that character... Yes, uh, it's That's really cool. funny because the very next episode of Xenoblade 2 has me talking about that character. So I'll be able to include official artwork of that character now because they don't appear in any menus. So That's it's amazing. Right. I also got to that character not two days before they spoiled her in the presentation. So that oh, was wow. also really lucky. It's like, oh, thank out. God. Lucky you. Lucky. <laughs> what good There's timing. also the fact that not only did this get announced while Let's Playing Xenoblade 2, but Shulk got announced while I was Let's Playing Xenoblade 1, so I'm three for two That's now great. with Pyra, Mithra, and Shulk. Have you... Ha- okay, uh. so here's my question then, Shaga. Have you played Kingdom Hearts yet? And if not, please start playing now. So that, you know, by the time you get to the end of the series, sometime during that, Sora will have been announced. So Dude, get on I've- Kingdom Hearts, please. I've gotten so many tweets this year, people being like, hey, can you please let's play an F-Zero game? I really want a new one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it doesn't always work, because you already LP'd uh, Chrono Trigger. We got nothing for that. So uh, yeah. doesn't true, always true. work. I think Although Chrono I will Trigger is the limit. Hero almost fills that role, being an, a, you know, a, a spiky-haired anime-style sword, anime sword literally designed by Akira yeah. Toriyama. It yeah, fills yeah. the Goku, it fills the Chrono Trigger, it's all there. Hey, it's hey, all hey, the same. Hey, hey. Exactly. Nothing replaces Chrono Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Um, um, I, I'm right there with you, Steve. They're not Pyra and Mithra aren't necessarily my favorite character to play in the game. Of course, I'm still a Mega Man main, but like they are easily one of my favorite characters oh yet. In, in as far as DLC, and they're going to be part of my like top ten characters so, for sure. I love playing them. They are so fun. It's no secret that I'm not the greatest at Smash, but uh, within within just the day since they released. Pyra and Mithra have become my top GSP character in the entire roster. Wow. And nice. I, I am winning so much more with Pyra and Mithra than I ever have with any other character. You know, but I play 1v1, no items <laughs> online. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I play I play it much more like a traditional fighting game when I play online. But sure. man, like the options you have are ridiculous. I mean, so I, I like to start out every match with Mithra. 
and and rush down really quick because she's so damn fast. And then as soon as I hit someone off stage, uh, because I'm not great at edge guarding, I will try to uh, switch to Pyra and then just power hit them as much as I can <laughs> in an attempt to kill them. And I gotta say, it works way more than it should for someone of my caliber. Um, mm. I, I I just like the idea that I can with with Pyra and Mithra, I can have it both ways. I can be fast and and rush people down and then when i feel like just focusing on straight power i can switch back to pyra and just do damage i mean pyra is ridiculously powerful um and they you know they captured the essence of these two characters so well in terms of how they battle in my opinion um Mm -hmm. it it honestly has made me want to go back and do a new game plus for xenoblade chronicles 2 (laughs) because i forgot how much i enjoyed playing that game and now i just want to go through it again i highly recommend new mm-hmm. game plus it goes obviously it goes way quicker so it's a lot better to experience the story again that way if you've played it once but they added a ton of blades that oh, you wow. can't get in the core game uh mm-hmm. that you can now get a new game plus so you can get oh, nice. virtually any blade which is really cool oh i never got cosmos so maybe i need to do the same because i was actually having that same thought steve but while i was going through the my music list for cloud sea of all rest and i'm like man this game had absolutely incredible music and I, I i already knew that but i was just kind of reminded of just how fantastic the soundtrack is and new game plus does seem like the the, the approach for someone like me who didn't really like the battle system to take just to make, to make it you know a second playthrough go much faster in terms of reabsorbing the story um can we, and then uh, maybe play torna can we mention how the cloud sea of all rest the xenoblade chronicles 2 medley is so much better than the xenoblade chronicles I 1 just... medley I just tweeted about that about an hour ago. I was like, it is ridiculous how much better the XE2 medley is than the first one. And that's because the first one was just a few songs that were already in Smash sped up and mashed together awkwardly. This is a proper medley. The the Titan themes fit together so nicely, whereas the Xenoblade Chronicles 1 medley just is all over the place. And I remember being so disappointed because in the direct where they showed off that medley for the first time, we didn't know it was a medley. We just heard it playing in the background and it was uh, Engage the Enemy, which is an awesome song. And I was like, whoa, this remix of Engage the Enemy sounds awesome. Little did I know it was five seconds of it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Go figure. Exactly. Uh, no, but but also I have to mention that uh, that Yuzo Koshiro remix of Tiger Tiger, it, it it sounds like it's coming out of like a it's almost like a Sega Genesis chiptune style song mm-hmm. or like a, a certain arcade board sound that way. But it's it's essentially a full on chiptune version of that song, and I was like, this is so cool. And it's, Tiger I, I, Tiger I totally hear a remix. I never expected that, <laughs> right? Yeah. But no, I, the XE2 got so much love, and, and I'm, I, I'm so happy that the track list is, is so much better than what we initially got for Xenoblade 1. Mm. Um, the other thing, I think, is just showing the amount of effort here. I was looking through um, the voice lines for the game and uh, th- th- during stream, because I haven't had a chance to play Pyramithra since last night with our stream uh and i you know as you guys you know as with you guys i really enjoyed them but when i was also doing that uh killing time until the uh online servers were back up i love the fact that gramps commentates on the battle that is amazing that's that's cool yeah. and all, but that's not where I thought you were going. I thought you were going to bring up Mithra's taunt being, think you can take me. That is also, oh, man, that was going to get there eventually. <laughs> I was building up to it. But yeah, think you can take me being there is amazing in and of itself. Uh, it just, they went there. 
they went there, and I love it. it. It's it's a perfect evolution of now it's Shulk time. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. They didn't forget. They didn't forget. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I, I love their voice clips too. Like you can tell that their voice actresses just settled right back into their roles. For, voice for actresses. It's one voice actress. Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't think. I, oh, I didn't know Sky Bennett did both Pyra and Mithra. That yep. wow. That, that just that speaks to her incredible talent because Mithra does sound so different. So, I also have to yeah. praise. I also have to praise uh, for the trailer and for the few lines that he does get in game. That Al Weaver reprising his role of Rex, he actually did pretty well. If they wanted to bring the character back for another game in the future, I'd actually welcome him because for Smash, I think he did a better job. He probably has a better sense of the role because so. when yeah. we when we when John and I had the opportunity to interview Sky um, a few years ago, uh, she mentioned the fact that they recorded the the script in chronological order so that's yes. why the voice acting gets better because hey they know these characters now some of these characters mm. some of them were it was their a lot of these were theater actors or television actors so for a lot of them is their first time doing a video game and you know rex gets a lot of flack though but the thing is is that when you're doing a voice you're straining your voice when you're yelling you're straining your voice when you're doing a voice while yelling that's really straining your voice and your voice is going to do things to protect itself. It's a thing that a lot of actors struggle with. And I think as the game went on, he got better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I really enjoy Rex. I think he's a great yeah, character. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. I always did. I never understood the hate for him. Uh, and I, I would agree. I think Rex's voice actor did a better job settling back into smash than Adam Howden did for Shulk, which to be fair though, to Adam Howden, there was a lot more time between Xenoblade one's release and Shulk getting into smash than the alternative with Xenoblade 2 and Rex. So, Fair. of course, he's going to sound different. But I think, yeah, he, he Rex settled, sounds more natural in Smash to me. Yeah, he did I, a good I, job getting back into the role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that uh, in the in the reveal, reveal trailer that they actually got Adam Howden back for a new line just to get, have, they have so those good. two face off. Like, yes, yes, thank you. I wanted that. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. So well. Yeah. There's one thing I got to praise about the Xeno series. They're so good about getting the original voice actors back because... Everyone was worried that because Adam hadn't become a much bigger name and especially um, Jenna Coleman as Melia had gotten so huge where she was a, she's a proper A-lister. Um, people were worried that they weren't going to get them back for Future Connected, but they absolutely did. Mm-hmm. Don't know how, but um, that's awesome. As Brian Calibro points out also, honestly, Rex's scream just isn't it isn't even that bad. It isn't his fault they used it twice a few minutes apart. And that's actually, I mentioned that the other day. That's more the problem to me. The scream itself is fine. It's the fact that they use the exact same scream like a couple minutes apart and you can tell if you're Wait, listening is this, for it. Wait, is this the scream at the very beginning of the game? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. hate that scream. I don't care. That right? It, doesn't, does. it doesn't make the best the best is, first impression for I, sure. I immediately went back into my options. I was like, yeah, Japanese. Let's do that. I'm surprised that it... I'm so surprised that if they had... They did have better takes of him yelling later in the game and if they were okay with reusing takes for that scene, why not pull from those? But I don't know. What do I know? Yeah. I'm not a mixer. Also, yeah. also, Steve, I much prefer uh, Nia in English to Japanese. So I agree with that. I, I agree with that. I, I, I played I, I, a lot of it in both languages. I agree. To, yeah. I, I think that mo- most of the voice actors are amazing in English. I've not listened to the Japanese bit, but, you know, I, I did like rewatch a few cutscenes and just to see like, oh, I wonder what Nia sounds like. I wonder what this sounds like. It's like, no, no. <laughs> like, I like Nia's English sassiness. Yeah, I, only, I prefer I Nia and Tora in English. I, I would say those are the two that I think are the most improved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Absolutely. y'all. Yeah. So we're about halfway through the show. <laughs> yeah, just all this together. on one story. Y'all, y'all ready to get a little bit depressed? Well, really, really quick, and oh, sure. before we move on, there's one yeah, little yeah. thing I wanted to say. 
Can we talk about how when Sakurai was demonstrating the differences between Pyre and Mithra when he was showing the grabs, <laughs> he used two Jigglypuffs? Oh, so good. Oh, Applicable. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, uh-huh. that was amazing. Um, everybody enjoyed Sakurai's little, uh, you know, joke about who, who his waifu is. Yeah. Oh, for combat, of that, course. Yeah, of that combat. was my favorite part, I think. It, 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 like, you know, even though he said that, that Smash is for good boys and girls, the fact that he was willing to just straight out make that joke was so good. He was like, of course, just as a fighter. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I also love that he's on Team Pyro because I am too. I love Mithra. She's great. But like, I, I am Team I think Pyra, I'm the so only person I, like I know who, who played Xenoblade 2 and picked Mithra as at yeah. the end for no, that No, I that love that Sakurai is a fellow Pyrostan, man. I can't. I, I love it. Nice. I, I think I picked Mithra too, Derek. Uh, I and I like her personality a little bit more. Uh, anyway, okay. let's let's move on to something a little less happy. Yay, sadness! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's time to be depressed. <laughs> Super Nintendo World won't open until 2025 in Orlando. In, yeah, in Orlando. <laughs> oh, coronavirus! You keep That's, hitting us while yeah. we're down. Uh, basically, this boils down to the fact that. Uh, uh, due to delays caused by the pandemic, uh, Super Nintendo World has to be pushed back. Uh, this information comes directly from uh, Orange County Mayor uh, in Florida, not California Orange County. That wouldn't make sense. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I, I don't know why, but when I read this news, I was like, yeah, 2025. Wasn't it always opening then? I, I legit had no idea when this was coming up in America. So I'm I'm not blown mm-hmm. away by this also it's not like i have just tons of opportunities to fly to florida <laughs> so yeah right i well i thought I, that it was originally before coronavirus like before when when super nintendo world was first announced as a thing i thought it was originally planned to open in 2022 so when i saw 2025 some... i was like whoa shit that's unfortunate man uh and i'm wondering how that impacts the timeline for the hollywood version of this location if it doesn't i'm not sure because the thing with the orlando version is that it's part of a much bigger the whole epic universe Mm -hmm. uh and they're finally starting that because they're doing a big push for universal and you know what i can see theme parks getting really really popular again with people when all this is over and people can actually get out of the house and do that stuff so yes um makes a lot of sense uh, the the crazy thing is, like, I'm seeing people uh, saying, like, oh, I'm going to be 30. I'll be 25 or 26 by then. I'm going to be 40. <laughs> 2025 Derek, is my Derek, 40th birthday. I don't want to talk about this. Get out. <laughs> Leave right oh. now. I hate this kind of line of conversation. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about how old I'll be in 2025. <laughs> See, this to me is way more depressing and angle. theme parks. Yeah. I know. Oh, God, right? Back in my day, this we had one theme park, depressing and we liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you had to fly uh, all the way to Japan for this exclusive merch, and that's the way we likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I still hope we can... I, I still, like... It is my dream Toad's to be able to take, to like, a YouTuber like, trip. Awesome. Oh, like, I want to go awesome. on a YouTuber trip to the oh, to the Japan yeah. location. That would be amazing. Well, I would I would love to get not just not just GVG, but like a group of of oh, gaming yeah. YouTubers and go as like this big ass group of people just to just get uh, thirty I, people. I'm yeah. personally just so confused as to why the Japan version's opening so soon because they only have two attractions, a restaurant, and not a lot else, and it's also during a pandemic with VR yeah. headsets that yeah. you're putting on your face that other people are putting on their faces. 
Yeah, I'm not sure how that works because, of course, Japan is not having a great time with the pandemic either. So it's not yeah, as Japan, though things are much better over there. It did get delayed by a few months, so it's at least not opening, you know, now. But yeah, they, the things got a lot worse in Japan there for a little bit. Or no, sorry, yeah. recently, not not for a little bit. I mean, recently things got worse in Japan. Yeah, it's yeah. Unfortunately, it's it's unfortunate, but uh, it's just we got it. You got to stick to it in order to try to get rid of it, and there's just not it's a problem <laughs> and it it sucks it's yeah. weird they're trying to push it through and it just makes things even harder yeah so yeah, yeah it's... i mean i think yeah i mean 2025 i guess it, it'll at least it'll be there eventually yeah. you know obviously nintendo's not going anywhere mario's not going anywhere they're just going to be as relevant in 2025 as they are now of course but the it just sucks for us in terms of having to wait but safety first right yeah, I, I like. I have to point this out because the chat is is like going wild. Humble Jojo in the chat just called me out. Said Steve is pretending to not be reading the chat, but he knows. I am reading the chat. I just I'm not going to cut in. But uh, honestly, if any member of the GV gang wanted to go on that trip that isn't happening anytime soon, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if if you happen to find your way out to Japan while we're there, if I would absolutely, oh yeah, like I'd absolutely hang mm-hmm. out with you. Um, Are you kidding me? We absolutely would be happy to. Yeah, yeah. that's that's never in doubt. If if you guys mm-hmm. can come with us or be there at the same time, I'd love to have a, a GV gang meetup in yeah. anywhere, but uh, Japan especially. I don't, Akihabara GV yeah. gang meetup, please. I was going to say, I, I don't think we're quite at the Patreon level of success of fly out all our patrons to Japan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't Not know. quite. You guys would literally have to more. pay for your own trips. $250,000 a month. There you go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. become a small government at that point. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so. but I mean, you know, if this ever actually happened, we would totally share when we're going to Japan. You know, we'd talk about it, of course, on the show and just, you know, and then we yeah, do an episode of TNT from Japan, which we might yeah, have to retitle yeah, we like and if, today's yeah. news 18 hours ahead or whatever you call it. I don't <laughs> really like know that. how to yeah. title that. Today's news basically right now. <laughs> yeah. Today's um, news from the rising sun. Exactly. Oh, go. man, we can nice, make nice. the sun like red on our logo. It'd be cool. Hmm. All right. Black Ninja says, how much do I need to drop for us all to go? Well, once you amass a few hundred thousand dollars, come back and <laughs> yeah. talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you could buy a house or take like a weekend trip to Japan with everyone in the chat. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. So let's let's uh, move move over to something a little more positive, something I really want to get Chugga's take on. I'm going to throw that on oh. screen now. Uh, this comes courtesy of Bloomberg from Takashi Mochizuki. Nintendo plans a new Switch model with a bigger Samsung OLED display. Uh, there's some more details on this. Apparently, it will, through some some way, play 4K when docked. And they claim it'll come out this year. Uh, so this is, you know, this this is the rumored Switch Pro. I'm, I'm uh, really curious about what the source is on all this information. It seems to lean mm-hmm. very heavily on the OLED display more than anything else. That's still going to be 720p, but it'll size up a bit to about seven inches. Uh, we talked about it on the post show for the last episode, uh, kind of briefly. So, uh, Chugga, what's your take on this? Do you, uh, do you think this is on the money? This year sounds very early for what I'm thinking, but mm-hmm. I think this would make a lot of sense for next year for why we're getting Splatoon three on the same console. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes a so lot of sense. I think that would make a lot more sense that you'd have enhanced performance there. 
Personally, I thought um, the Switch 2 was going to be 1080p handheld and 4K docked. I thought that made more sense, though, but maybe it's just battery life. They just want to keep the battery life good, and with 1080, it might not be so great. Um, the Switch is starting to get old up there in the years. A lot of people have been kind of calling for a hardware upgrade because of games like Age of Calamity having some performance issues where you can tell that they were perhaps a little too ambitious with the presentation of those games. So I, I think it is about time for some kind of upgrade to happen. I'm just surprised that they're saying it's this year. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've always said that the Switch Pro will come out when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. That's the clearest indicator to me. As for where this could have come from, the strongest indicator I have reading all through all this seems to be Samsung itself because it seems like Samsung had like an uh, an overabundance of these OLED screens and Nintendo got a good deal on it. So it's like, sure, (laughs) we'll take it for a cheaper price to have these nicer screens and uh, you know, a slightly larger seven inch display now, which, you know, people still hold up the PSP and how good it looks with its OLED. And it's, you know, not even as good as the, uh, I don't think it can even reach a 720p like the switch. So you mean the Vita? Yeah. The Vita. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> it's, even though it's not 1080p, it should still look pretty dang good. Vita was a good and, and that hardware. size too. It looked really, it looked really nice on the go. The screen was really nice. It mm-hmm. just didn't yeah. have many games. <laughs> Well, and I think at at that size too, at such a small size, the lack of it uh, of of a 1080p display isn't going to hurt quite as much. Uh, I still think a 720p OLED is going to look pretty pretty damn nice on on that thing, if assuming all this is real. Um, I had been saying up to about a few months ago that that I was pretty confident that the Switch Pro would release in, or a new Switch would release in 2021, but then the narrative started kind of being framed around the fact that well, the Switch is selling really well already. Why disrupt that that market performance by introducing a new model when the original one is selling so well? Um, and I kind of got on that, got on board that train. I was like, yeah, maybe 2022 makes more sense. I don't think Breath of the Wild 2 is coming until 2022. So I was like, okay, maybe it is going to be with Zelda next year. But it may, it may, it's looking like my original thought <laughs> might be vindicated now if this thing actually does arrive in June. And I'm starting to think that's possible. I mean, I, it does seem as though that there is a there there in terms of this story. Yeah, you know, I I keep wondering about uh, what's going to happen here. And I have been slowly coming around to the idea that we might get this in 2021. Uh, but if it is, it's November at the earliest. Um, I think that mm-hmm. it enters production around June, like the article suggests. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, I mean, there's no way it's getting into our hands earlier than the end of the year. Um, the thing I find interesting though, and, and some folks have mentioned it in the chat, they're like, well, how will it do 4k? How will, you know, how will it work? And a lot of people point all the way back to the NX days and, and Nintendo's supplemental computing device patent, right? Uh, it ain't Mm -hmm. that I guarantee it ain't that because Nintendo for, for something like that to work for the dock of the switch to have extra computing power. And for that to be fast enough to actually work with the Switch, the Switch would need to have uh, something way faster than traditional USB, which leaves you with two options. Mm. (laughs) That is USB 4, which isn't even in the highest end computers yet, or Thunderbolt, which is only in the highest end computers. (laughs) I was going to say that uh, a way that you could do this is have the Switch dock have external cooling, perhaps. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's you can have cooling, but the issue is the data throughput, right? Like yeah. USB right now, the current iteration of USB that's in most things that's in the current switch is too slow 
for mm-hmm. uh, an external graphics card, which is essentially what would have to be in the dock, whether it was actively cooled or whatever. Uh, so you'd have to include something with faster bandwidth, which would, again, be USB 4 or Thunderbolt 3. And those two things, the licensing on those two things, <laughs> costs almost as much as just the entire console. Nintendo would have to pass that cost on somehow. You'd probably end up with a four or five hundred dollar switch, and the dock would be about mm. two hundred bucks of that cost. Mm. So I don't. External... Yeah, it, it, the the issue I see, I think that we're going to get four K through DLSS, which is something that is exclusive to NVIDIA, and NVIDIA is of course the the partner Nintendo has gone with for the Switch, mm. and that mm. contract is still in effect so obviously whatever new switch we get will still have nvidia guts so i think dlss will be how they do it but and i think this is possibly i'm gonna go on the record here and if i'm wrong i'll do something stupid <laughs> to make up for it i think that externally whatever this new switch model is will be very much the same as the current model so mm-hmm. that if you're like me or like probably several you know, a lot of people, if you have more than one dock in your house, you don't have to replace them all or have two right. different docks. Like, say your kid has the normal switch and you have the new one. You don't have to swap docks but, just to put the switch on a TV. But mm. if this has a larger display and they're keeping the aspect ratio the same, does that mean your old Joy-Con will no longer fit? No. We actually talked about this in the post show. We, uh, yeah. well, Steve can explain it better than I. Yeah. But the extra room on the switch... Here we go. Look at look at that chonk ass bezel on this thing. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Get rid of that. Ah, that's, that's uh-huh. where yes. my money yeah. is. Yeah. Yes, that that was my big worry though, but that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yep. I mean, that it does. goes to seven inches, and that's there. You go. Yeah. 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 I, I think. I mean, that that seems to be the most you know the the, the most uh, sacrifice friendly real estate on the switch. Just get rid of some of that bezel. Devices um, are starting really... to have it less and less bezel these days. Like the new iPhones don't even have it at all. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I would I would definitely be okay if that's the route they took because I have it makes sense five docks in my house. I really don't want to replace them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I also mm-hmm. don't want to oh, have I to agree. have different types for different hardware because my kids all have switches and I I, I don't want right. to have the dock for the kids and the dock for me. Then there's two HDMI's used up for one platform, basically. Ugh. It, was, <laughs> I, I, yeah. it was expensive. It was so expensive getting multiple docks, but I'm so happy I do because it's so nice moving from room to room if somebody just needs to do something in one room, but you want to keep playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It, yeah. it, it is so nice. is. You're, you're oh, yeah. totally right. Like, I love Have the you... fact that my wife can be like, I want to watch TV. And I'll be like, all right, I'm going downstairs and I'll take my switch and <laughs> yeah. go plug in. Have you guys like, ever had to move a Wii U? Ever. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we nobody ever thinks about this because like people didn't have Wii U's though, but you have the power cable, you have the HDMI cable, the console itself is I'd say medium sized, but then you have the gamepad, which is as big as the game system, that has its own power adapter. You're gonna need yeah. a USB cable if you have a pro controller. Some games won't even boot without the gamepad. You have a sensor bar. Yeah, that's uh, the problem. You, I, I was like, forgot the it, sensor bar one time when I was doing a grandma plays. I'm like, oh crap, I can't even get into yeah. the games because I don't have the sensor bar. It is two 30, candles. <laughs> it only has 32 gigs of external store, internal storage at the max. So you're gonna need a hard drive, mm. and then they recommended having a hard drive with its own power adapter. It's right. Awful. Yeah. Yep. It's 
The Wii U yeah. was just the least portable thing imaginable. It was like 12 cables and like five pieces of hardware that you had to keep track of. Yep. That reminds yep. me of that picture. Uh, that there's that, that picture that was floating around for a while of, not, I think it was some, it was a game journalist. I'm not sure who, but uh, Steven playing Totello. the Wii U in an airport. Was it Totila? Okay, I thought it was, yeah. but I couldn't remember. Yeah, playing the Wii U in an airport, and it was just <laughs> the most uncomfortable looking situation. I considered, um, um, I considered put, before the Switch was a thing, I considered putting a Wii U in my car where I'd have the console bolted under the passenger seat, oh and then the gamepad would just be like in a basket that you could pick <laughs> up and play. I oh considered doing that for a while, though, but it was kind of hard to like get that working. <laughs> And I was worried about it overheating in the car. <laughs> right. I will say, be... I'm already excited to get a second Switch dock because I only have one. Uh, I don't have, like, eight. I'm not sitting on eight like like my good buddy Steve over here. But uh, <laughs> I had to move my Switch and my dock and, like, basically hook everything in again for the Smash stream last night because, I yeah, I now have a monitor in my office that I want to use. I don't want to use our main TV anymore. Um, and I, but I can already feel just how much more convenient it'll be when I can just take out my switch from one dock and put it into the other one. Like I'm already yep. looking for I've got to put you that thing in the mail to you, man. It's sitting in a box in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries, man. Whenever you can, it's all good. All good. Uh, uh oh, I did want to say one thing. Um, Azran, our resident pun master with another one of the high points of their career saying if they can afford the screen real estate are they are they embezzling funds oh <laughs> that one's really good asran nicely that's, done that's clever that's very yeah. clever not not a commonly really used word <laughs> yeah really good never fails to impress let me uh nope. all right so we we're making good time but let's uh move on to our next story here real quick this is one that i know derek and ash are super hyped hell about. yes so this comes courtesy of the New Game Plus Expo Twitter account, which, okay, <laughs> but uh, last <laughs> I think Master they had some Zero. sort of presentation that I didn't really hear about. Yeah, and... there was an event on Thursday, oh, like okay. at nine a.m. right right after the Smash presentation. Or yeah, we're after. basically the short version of the news is we're getting Blaster Master Zero Three, which is awesome. Woo! Like hell yes, I I know one Derek and, two and I are both so are good. so hype. Yeah, one and two are great. Two is one of those rare examples of a sequel that's just better in pretty much mm. every way. And I'm so it's got like it's a trilogy. They're, they're positioning it as a trilogy. The, the story is ongoing. There's like a legit cliffhanger at the end of two. I'm so happy about this. This is such a great trilogy. And I love Inti. Like Inti's mm. one of my favorite developers out there. So I figured they were making Zero Three or Blaster Master Zero Three. It was just a matter of time. Yeah. But to now have it confirmed. I know you're just as hype as I am, Derek. I'm so happy. I am. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm playing yeah. it, whatever. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I don't even need to know. I didn't even watch the trailer. I just saw the title. I'm like, yep. Oh, you haven't? Oh, okay. Yeah. I only just <clears> watched <throat> the trailer now, and it's crazy that it's coming out the July 29th. So, like, it's not that yeah. far away. Yeah. I love that. <clears throat> um, I got to just refresh myself on what the cliffhanger actually was from Blaster Master Zero 2. But right, right. I'm, I'm, I just remember the gameplay being so much better than the second one. Like it's, and to see if they can mm -hmm. get that same sort of level of, of improvement for the third one. Yeah, we're in for a really good time. Yeah. You know, plus, uh, Inti Crates are some of the best at like, oh, hey, we were working on this for a while and now it's here. Like that's how I got Curse of the Moon 2. And like, oh, sweet. Thanks. Yeah. No, it's it's so exciting, and like and and the the games have done a great job of also making you really care about the characters as well. Like it's a pretty it's a fairly basic story, which is fine for for the kind of game that it is. But they actually really go in and make you care about what happens to these characters, and so I'm like legit excited about Blaster Master Zero Three from both a gameplay and story standpoint. 
And speaking to that July release date, one of the other things I love about NT is that they are very consistent most of the time about announcing games that are not a year or more away. Like they, they, with Azure Striker Gunvolt 3, yeah, that's coming out next year. But generally, when they announce something, it's coming out pretty soon. And this mm-hmm. is only about five months away or a little less. So oh, I'm so excited. I, it's impressive what they've pulled off with Blaster Master, considering the, the original <clears throat> game was combining the weird Japanese and English plots for that game. Like the English plot yeah. of like kid goes to find his pet frog, finds a tank and ja- I forget what the Japanese one is, but yeah, it's just crazy what they pulled off there though. It's kind of crazy that as they, 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 I not see this. I just was going through the news topics and I didn't have enough to really talk about it all. Cause like, oh, okay. Um, striker three has been known, but is Inafune helping out with striker three? Cause that's weird. Well, yeah, Concept has helped out with both games uh, prior. So Concept was always involved in Azure Striker Gunvolt, as far as I remember. It's been a little while since I've, you know, talked about the development of those games, but I believe that Concept and Inafune were always involved with the Azure Striker Gunvolt series. So for him to be involved with three, it also makes sense. Um, But I don't don't think you need to worry about this being another Mighty Number 9 situation. Well, it's weird weird to see him back. (laughs) It it was weird, wasn't it, to see him in that little presentation? Yeah. Concept Mm. get purchased by... Level five. Level five. It was level okay. five. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. The concept is still involved with Gunvolt three. So, Interesting. which is also something I'm excited for. By the way, I'm like Gunvolt three. Thankfully, the trailer we've seen, the trailers we've seen so far, there's no sign, no hide, nor hair of Copen. I hate that character. Uh, <laughs> Copen sucks, I, I've, and he's I've not, not in the Gunvolt two. three trailer. So. I would need to replay the original because I don't remember the plot that much other than okay. weird uh, slang, and I've not played two or the Copenhagen one. Or Copen Basically, one all you need to know is that is that Copen is like gaming's biggest racist. He's like the he's like the no. most oh, racist no. video game character. Oh, and, no. and yeah, I mean he he's easy to hate, and and the game doesn't necessarily make you think that he's all self righteous or anything, but he's just such a bastard, and he's. Well, yeah. I want you, yeah. I want you to keep the thought of bastards in the back of your mind for a moment uh, before I segue to our <laughs> next piece. But before I do that, uh, Chugga, what's, what is your uh, – do you have a take on this? I'm not a big Blaster Master guy, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it before we move on. I've never played Blaster Master. I'm sorry. One of us. No, it's That's fine. all right. <laughs> it's okay. No, you should check it out. I, I do recommend it. it. I, it's a, it's yeah. a short, like, what is it, six-hour game at most, Ash? Yeah, I mean, if you want 100% it, maybe eight hours, but if you're not just playing through to beat the game, it's like, yeah, five to six hours. Nice combination of uh, platforming with a tank while doing a, a overhead, like, uh, top-down shooter type thing with I your, when you get out it. of the tank. It's cool. I, yeah. I do. I've played about half of Blaster Master I, Zero One, and I didn't dislike it. It just, it was in the rush of Switch launch coverage, and I was like, oh, sure. well, I'm not working on you, so bye. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I played Math Blaster. <laughs> Excellent. That is the yeah. little-known prequel. <laughs> yeah, the prequel. Yeah. <laughs> the Blaster Master. I, yeah. That's how we reach zero. <laughs> right. All right, don't worry, Steve. I am I, Now that I, I reminded myself what the next story is, I am keeping the thought of bastards very fresh in the back Excellent. of my mind. So, yes. like, I, like I said, <laughs> let's go ahead and throw oh this God. next one on screen. <laughs> So, speaking of bastards, <laughs> the uh, Hogwarts Legacy developer uh, with the with the super fun YouTube channel unfortunately quit his job after mm. uh, after all the backlash Here. that came his way. Yeah, I know. I was really upset. I was hoping he'd still be able to make Harry Potter stuff and t- SJW yeah. are terrible videos. Uh, Troy Levitt is the name of this particular bastard. Um, 
He, he says, one, I have made the decision to part ways with Avalanche Software. I have nothing but good things to say about the game, the dev team, and WB Games. Two, I will be releasing a YouTube video about this soon on my channel. To clarify, oh, I felt absolutely secure in my position. However, I still want to resign for reasons that I will explain in the, that forthcoming video. I'm in excellent spirits and very pleased with, with my relationship with WB and Avalanche. Smiley face, thumbs up emoji. This has a very, very strong I'm not owned vibe to it. <laughs> Just yeah. so you guys and know. And I can't tell if he's owned. serious or not. I, like, I, he could be being honest. It's possible. Um, he could. And if so, I mean, look, I don't want the guy to, like, suffer horrifically or anything. So if he's happy with this, fine. But it is nice that his influence isn't going to be, you know, a, a stain on this game anymore, I guess. Although J.K. <laughs> Rowling's influence is always going to be a stain on the game. So it might not matter. Yeah, I yeah. The like I feel about it is just uh one, it's not a game I was looking forward to supporting. I'm not a big Harry Potter fan to begin with. And and just sure. the I you know, the the reputation that JK Rowling <clears throat> has earned over the years and this guy kind of just leads me down the path of well, maybe this isn't worth my attention or time. Is, is this like a daily occurrence on this show or am I always here exactly on the days where you guys are complaining about JK Rowling cuz this is a pattern <laughs> with me? <laughs> I is mean, that, we had really the other day because so of the, the, the trans, the, like, adding trans options to the game, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> I will say I it's nice that there exactly is some... on those days. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I, it is nice that there is some positive news related to this game coming out. Like, it's great to hear that, they're, that they are going to have trans-inclusive character creation, despite Troy and J.K. Rowling, you know, whatever influence they've had on the project or not. It's the, nice that they are including trans representation. Um, but I don't know if it's going to matter or be enough given all the shit she continues to say and spew. Well the, well, the other thing is it's very odd that he left of his own accord. This wasn't Warner Brothers going, oh, God, we need to get rid of this guy quick. Well, that's what just, he says. That's what he says. Thumbs well, up. I mean, he's, he says, he's like, emotion. I still have a great relationship with with Warner Brothers. He's that's also true. Still I guess under... he could just come out and say, no, he doesn't. So he's probably telling the truth. He's also yeah. still under non-disclosure for a lot of things, I'm sure, that he can't talk sure. about. Yeah. Yeah. I, hmm. I get it. Like, I, I'm happy that, that folks with with uh, worldviews that I would prefer not be creating stuff for kids to <laughs> consume. Uh, I'm glad that he's not associated with it. Um, but ultimately, I mean, what's going to happen here is just WB's never going to say anything. I mean, no. right. you know, the yeah. most they would ever say in a situation like this last. is if he went off and did something truly more horrible than the stuff he's already done they'd say yeah he doesn't work here that's all they're ever going to do so right eh. it's it's so odd looking at Av avalanche software's back catalog where they did the tack games they did dragon ball z sagas they did disney infinity and the toy story 3 it's like it's, it's such a weird lineup of all kids games you got this guy in it yeah <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I don't understand it here's here's where I, I do think there's some validity to the argument that, uh, you know, one bad apple in terms of game development oh, yeah. does not spoil the bunch. Like, this guy exactly. was never going to be in a position to hold enough power to tell Disney, like, hey, I'm going to insert some crazy right-wing garbage into Disney Infinity. <laughs> like, of <laughs> yeah. course not. But um, so let's just be thankful that he is kind of a cog in a much larger machine and not a super influential indie creator that, you know make mm. something like yeah. Stardew Valley or Minecraft, you know, mm. where, yeah, where as we've he, seen. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, Ni Minecraft doesn't have 
terrible crap in it either, you know. Um, yeah. But right. my point is just had he been in a different type of development, he could have easily uh, used his, you know, used his game to deliver a message to, to younger folks that parents like myself might not agree with. Um, right. You know, no, no big corporation is ever going to say, yeah, go full, go full on QAnon <laughs> with this shit. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and, and what, what also is, you know, it's important to remember is that, you know, the, the game's development team is so much larger than this guy. And, you know, so many of these people are giving months and years of their life to just make a good game, make a, a really good Harry Potter game or what they hope will be one. And, you know, they, they must hate this. Or a lot yeah. of them. Oh, I'm sure they, they do. Just to have it's all just this, you know, the toxicity. worst yeah. surrounding. Like, you think this is like, oh, sweet, we got the Harry Potter license. That's awesome. Exactly. And then... Oh, yeah. Well, and, and uh, sorry, I want to clarify to the chat, I don't know anything about the creator of Stardew Valley. I'm not saying that the creator of Stardew Valley is bad. I was, I was, I was kind of thinking you were saying that, but I wasn't going to say anything. I was like, ooh, maybe I need to look this up after the show. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was just saying, like, you know, somebody who makes an indie game who has tons of influence over their own game. Uh, I was trying to compare mm-hmm. this person, this Troy person. Just the fact they have that total control. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do no, with uh, the views of, of the creator of Stardew Valley. From everything I've heard, Stardew Valley is super wholesome and awesome. And I would be, uh, I, I need to find time to play that. As much as I love Animal Crossing, I really should try it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. that's that. A, a, a shitty person quit their job. The world keeps turning. exactly perfectly stated yeah so uh let's let's go ahead and move on to our last story real quick this is one that is special to me personally so i'm glad i put it in here just for you oh yeah like we need to give we need to throw uh steve a bone after all the waifu talk get uh, (laughs) hey i like waifus man am i the only person on the panel that speaks japanese real quick Actually, yeah, I, I think so. I know Konnichiwa enough to Moshi Moshi. All right, I am clearly the most waifu qualified of the bunch here. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> that being said, that being said, I'm still super hyped about this. No more Heroes 1 and 2 physical release yes! on the Switch. Yes! Yeah, awesome. boy. Yeah. I love That's this. That's awesome. I love that the spine art lines up when you put it on the shelf. That's so cool. The spine art lines mm. up. You get a Santa destroy flag, which will absolutely be hung in my bedroom, <laughs> much to my wife's nice. annoyance. <laughs> I know nobody's going to expect this from me because I'm always like, you know, not like this, though. But I love No More Heroes so much. It's yes. See, I didn't know it's about that. So but nice. I only played the original game. I need to it's, play Desperate Struggle. It's such a good combination of just being... It, it is it is definitely one of the most violent games like ever though, but it's super goofy in it where it's just it's manages to be funny all at the same time. It's great. It's such a unique experience. Oh man, I yeah, I I really need to to give these games another shot because I am same. about as I'm I'm about as big a weeb as they come straight up. I mean, I'm such an otaku. I love you know I love Japanese games and culture <laughs> and anime and this seems like it should be right up my alley and I played about halfway through the first game and I just never really came back to it. I didn't dislike it. I the think first... I just some of the open worldish not open world but some of the like the well, I guess open worldish stuff there wasn't much to do so I guess no, I just kind of like You're absolutely right. No, no More Heroes 1 is really funny and it has great characters and the action's great though but driving around the town and going place to place and not yeah. really having fast travel and like all the time that's 
that that's is, definitely the least good part of the game, and it's it also can get kind of grindy later on. Yep, it is. It? it is okay. so no, no more heroes time. <laughs> no more heroes two and Travis Strikes Again both do away with that. So if you're if that's cool, keeping okay. you away, yeah. yeah. Then I do need to just play through the first game and get to number two because I I really love the vibe of the games, and I mean the fact that Travis is he's an otaku as well, and I just. You know the whole. I mean, Moe. I love. I love I mean, him. I love this guy. That 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 quote. Like I was like when he did that. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell did he just say? Because I had no idea what Moe so was good. at the time when I played when I played right. it. He's I, such yeah. a great character. I just I I love his blueberry and cheese brownie when he activates his super <laughs> form. It's so good. What is it? Strawberry on the shortcake. That's there's what I seem to get the most often. There's blackberry chocolate sundae. <laughs> I love also the fact that they have um, in, in the final showdown between in uh, well, not the final final showdown, but, you know, the number one showdown in um, the original game. They have this long backstory, but they speed it up. It's like, I oh, don't care about any of this. But if you actually slow it down, which people have done, it is a, a legit backstory telling you all the details in there, like what happened to it, this character. It's, it's pretty so crazy. messed up. Like, yeah, really I was gonna say, and the whole time Travis is just like this. Like it. it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it love is this from- legit one of the most jacked up backstories you'll ever hear, too. It's mm-hmm. really messed up. <laughs> I, well, speaking of jacked up, Etienne O'Ben says the Santa destroy flag stays up during sex. Yeah, that that <laughs> oh, and the Samus helmet. That is your that is your oh, gamer God. sex oh, hobby no. kit right there. <laughs> oh, oh God! Man. Although to be fair, if you're having sex and the flag is up, you probably should wear a lucha mask if you're wearing a mask at all. Just just saying. Oh my God! Oh Jesus! How did I oh, get Jesus. into this? This is going to maybe dark maybe wear the right Santa now. destroy flag as a cape. <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry I, i'm honey. reminded by the way of um that artwork of sylvia straddling the beam saber in, the, in no more heroes 2 artwork i'm like all i can think of looking at this like that's really dangerous all right uh-huh. <laughs> yeah knowing what that sword does like jeez. i i remember this is this is shameful but i was uh around the time no more heroes 2 had come out um i was mm. breaking up with my girlfriend at the time and I worked the phrase desperate struggle into our argument. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, nice. <laughs> I, used, I used to no more heroes reference in our breakup, but <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm a terrible human. I mean, being. Hey, if, if it made the breakup easier, whatever makes a breakup yeah. easier on you, who, no, who can complain? If it were a video game, that would be an Xbox achievement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Broken. Does anybody video else remember being kind of during trauma? 25 yeah, gamer points. Does anybody else remember kind of being blown away when you uh, got to the first um, as, as assassin kill uh, assassin fight and Sylvia calls you up on the Wii, the Wiimote? And yes. Yeah, it's like that's awesome. The I, Wiimote oh, even cool. vibrates and everything like a phone. It's great. Mm. I miss that so much in the Switch port. It it almost makes me wish I had a PS5 or PS4 port of this since they have the speaker and the controller. Mm. Oh right. I would definitely right, go for true. some dual sense. Uh, assassination but nice yeah i i love this i'm even though i have no more heroes one and two on my switch already i'm about 75 percent of the way through no more heroes one i'm still gonna buy these i'm gonna buy these just to have there, physical copies of of these mm-hmm. wonderful wonderful games um there's a lot in there and it, it's pretty pricey but there's a lot in there i think it's yeah it's uh, like 140 bucks. bucks for both 
Like it, yeah. you can buy both as a kit for 140. They go on pre-order March 12th, so that's at the end of a week from today, next Friday. Yeah. And you would you would best bet I will be online throwing money at limited <laughs> run games for this. So limited oh, run I games bet. if you want to check that out. But I think with that, uh, Steve. Oh yeah, I just wanted to say as good as your story was, you do have a challenger in Jared Edinger who says they wrote "Fight for Everlasting Peace" in their SAT essay, which wow. is what I mentioned for the day. Yeah, that's that's a good one, Jared. Oh my Nicely God. Done. Nice. Damn, that is that is yeah. commitment in SAT essay. I mean, me and my girlfriend were already breaking up, you know. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> so you had nothing to lose at that point. Exactly. Yeah. I was a, I was a man with nothing left. Uh, let, me, <laughs> let me pull up this this <sighs> this degenerated quickly. All right. So with that, we've covered all of the news for today. I think uh, I think we've got nothing else. So before. We we uh, sign off for the night. Chugga, where where can we find you, my friend? I am a person called Chugga Conroy. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I make Let's Plays currently in the middle of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. If you're looking to learn about that game with the Smash reveal and everything, and you like Pyra and Mithra, and they're awfully fun characters, and this is quite a run-on sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best uh, Xenoblade 2 Let's Play out there. Oh, thank you. I have heard many great things. I, I've obviously I have not- as well had to play through it again but yeah i uh i i would definitely recommend checking out chugga's playthrough i've heard nothing but glowing praise ever since we started this show about chugga and his content so me too if, uh, point... i actually like let me be clear i've heard so many good people talk about your xenoblade 2 play uh, let's play chugga and like the kind of hushed whispered tones that would be reserved for like youtube legends like i'm serious <laughs> people Act like, like they say it's one of the best things you could ever watch on YouTube. So you. shout outs to you, and I hope I get the chance to watch it. Well, at, at the very least, it's it's very long. So if you're stuck inside with nothing to do, it's 103 <laughs> episodes long and counting. Oh, <laughs> wow, nice. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you have a lot to go yet. <laughs> I've recorded up to episode 106 internally, and still so much to go. Wow, Jesus. man, hundred plus episodes. It makes sense for a game that size. So I'll, how I'll long is each out. episode? Uh, usually about half an hour. Some are even longer, Ooh. though. Like, the first episode's an hour and 16 minutes. Oh, my God. To be fair, when you do the math on that, that's, what, like, 55-ish hours of gameplay. That, I mean, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Yeah. My, so. uh, my playtime in the save file's over 130 hours right now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that nice. Is, that is some heavily edited <laughs> gameplay. Mm. I like it, though. I like it. I, I... I need to go back and play it again. Maybe maybe I'll try to watch and play along. I don't know if that's uh, the right way to digest your content, but... Uh, I, I was encouraged playing it. along. If people, I was encouraged people playing the game for yourself, and I might even teach you some new things or show you some quests you didn't know existed. I I had a lot of comments recently saying that the uh, the money quest in Lefteria, a lot of people said that they'd never heard of that quest before and didn't know it was in the game, which was really cool. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Cool. All right, well... Thank you, as always, Chugga, for joining us. Uh, we we obviously you appreciate your blast to talk about games with, and I'm so happy we were able to get you on for the episode following the release of Pyra and Mithra and Smash. It only seems too appropriate. Uh, but with that, like we said, we've covered everything there is to cover today. A huge thank you to our patrons, all of you at every tier, uh, for helping to make this show happen. 
But we have to give a special thanks to our patrons at the producer tier, because without y'all, we just couldn't do this. And in addition to that, we have to give a massive, massive thank you. And I know you all know where this is going. (laughs) A massive thank you Mm -hmm. to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine folks are Jared Edinger, Jonathan Belmare, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty. Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Floating Mew, Aiko Carroll, Christopher, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Nick Waterman, Kitty Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Vedran Hotik, Macalau, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio. Is your elbow okay there, Ash? <laughs> Betty oh, it's, all good. it's all good. <laughs> Shadow the Cat. <laughs> Alicia. Azran127. Kenrule09. Jake Palka. Geller. Shiny Turkey. Joseph Rutkin. Titus Malvolio. Or Titus Malvolio. Man, that's first time in a while I screwed <laughs> oh, that up. Finally. And Mary-Kate Nashley Olsen as Michelle. <laughs> oh, God. Charlie Bird. Lucky Wonderfish. Top Dog 23100. Young Ben Kenobi. Charles Zaz. Douglas Comics. Andrew Medeiros. Orem M. Brady Power. Phantom 23. Scott Barber. Patrick Harrison. Rocks the Cat. Loyal Dingo. Flaming Highwayman. Sean Garrett, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kyed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Master Links, Sean Davis, Dina, Jackson Jordan, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Ashish Joshi, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Hubie, Wolf X Blake and Moon Macarons, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 minutes in 60 seconds. The Game Orb. Dano the Artist. Synchro Lord. Brainchild. My mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Darkumi87. The Flying Tacos. Scuff196. Skull Kid Tiger. AJB Cool. Michael Favocci, who upgraded all the way to our sponsorship tier. Thank you so, Woo! so wow. much. Thank you. Uh, so much. Like that. Just. I don't know what to say, but thank you. Yeah, and seriously. finally, closing out the set, Jason Uloa, or Uloa. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> you too the... can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where you can watch today's news tonight live for as little as $5 a month and see Ash dance his ass off during these credits. <laughs> <laughs> dance his ash off. There you yeah, go. Exactly. Shake that ash. Shake that ash. Thank you all so much for watching. If you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. And until next time, good night and good vibes. Good vibes. Great weekend, everybody. everybody.